1: Welcome to the Cow Corner Podcast, the Birmingham League Show, for your latest dose of all things Birmingham League Cricket. And welcome back to another episode of the Cow Corner Podcast, the Birmingham League Show, episode 17. On this episode, we recap the first two weeks of action and do the first ever Birmingham League draft. You can connect with the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at tag Cowcorner Pod on Twitter or at tag Cowcorner Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. You can now watch the podcast on YouTube. You search for at Cowcorner Podcast. You can now watch the podcast on YouTube searching at cow corner podcast and you can also watch all of our other video content including shorts video highlights and much more so we want you to get involved by sending your video clips voice notes and thoughts after the weekend's games throughout the season from here we will then air the best of them on the podcast and on the video episodes This podcast is partnered with Warwickshire Cricket Club and Hawk Cricket, and throughout the year, we'll be working with them as our partners to give back to you, the Cow Corner community. Anyway, I'm James Hurl, and once again, I am joined for another well-researched episode by my good friends, Mr. High Performance Andy Sutton, poor man's Jack Black, Will Parton, and the chef...
2: The chef! Sam Whitney! (laughs) How are
3: we, guys? Good, thank you, mate. Very good, thank you. Good, thanks, Jane. is watching Married at First Sight, so I'm pretty happy to get out of
1: there.
3: <laughs> 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 what a terrible programme. It's awful, isn't it? It's really awful. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Talking of Married at First Sight, how was your stag do? I think this is the first time we've chatted on the pod since the uh, since you went on.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just... Just about recovered, really. Um, it was heavy. It was, <laughs> yeah, that's all I can say, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, very rough, good, ass. very good, very good.
1: Yeah, so guys, disappointment all around this podcast, not only with all of our predictions, but for getting games on and. Two out of two. For some of us, if uh, they did get on, they didn't go too well. Well, yeah, actually, Sam, you're probably the only one who can hold their head high a- after this uh, weekend, really. Not not after
3: our performance, no, I don't think I can. But, but yeah, I'm, I was happy with my uh, my 100% on the predictions. So I'll take that as a win. 100% but, yeah. on, the,
1: on the predictions of Red Inca in a wicket to start the season off?
3: Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> I, I was. I, I was actually. I was actually because they only needed about twenty to win. So I was bowling all sorts of stuff. I was just trying a few few, few things. I bowled. I bowled four knuckleballs in a row, which was interesting. <laughs> One of them was a uh, overweight so no ball, and then um, and then I did him with the uh, the surprise leggy. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was really happy about and then uh, yeah but yeah not too much to write home about from Saturday but
1: oh uh, well. Yeah and Soots and Will not uh, not successful for you guys you weren't able to get a game on whatsoever.
2: Go on Seth, you go first. Yeah it was, uh, <laughs> it
1: was
4: uh, the shallow end had turned into the the deep end at, uh, at Barn Green it was very very wet on Friday uh, afternoon and unfortunately there was there was no real chance of of getting any play early on went down myself and had a look and tried to see if there was any chance to to kind of boost the spirits of of our lot but unfortunately it, it wasn't never really going to happen which is a bit of a shame it would have been a good to to have a run out and, and play against those is mosley they were obviously quite keen after obviously a disappointing result the week before so uh, but yeah no games after 2 weeks which is obviously disappointing
2: we should have played. I
5: saw, I can't.
2: <laughs> Sam's already had my uh, my outburst, on from Saturday after a, after his game when I saw him, and uh, pre pod I've already had a little bit of an outburst, and I've told everybody at work, um, anybody on the phone, random customers who are calling, yeah, never spoke <laughs> to me before. How's your weekend? Well, I tell you, we should have played. <laughs> yeah, very very dry, and there was there was a dinner plate size area of the ground would fall it off and everyone bar one person wanted mm. to play unfortunately so i'll leave it at that do mm.
1: before i get into trouble <laughs> <laughs> yeah something, something i did notice having a look at this what what has happened these last two weeks is that all of the games in division two went ahead uh, but only a handful went ahead in Division One. Do you think that there is anything behind that?
2: Ban flippers in Division One. She can't go out and swim to the swim sea crease. I don't think that. But I think it's just location, probably,
3: and circumstances f- happen. We're, you know, just... We're, just we're just a bit tougher in Division Two, <laughs> <laughs> or a bit more careless. <laughs> yeah, we. Yeah, we. I mean, I've I've turned up to pitches before, to grounds before, and. And they've been, um, you know, I don't think I've played on a pitch worse than that. To be right. In like, not, not so much the pitch, but the square and the outfield and everything was just soaked. But I think because both captains were just pretty happy just to get on with it. Both umpires were happy to get the game on and, and we just went with it. But unfortunately, the coin toss just ruined us, really. I think... After that coin toss, we could have shook hands and if they'd have given us two or three points, I think we would have been pretty happy with that. I think if there was a win predictor on there, uh, after the coin toss, I reckon we would have been at about 5% because it was green, it was wet and they probably had the perfect, two of the perfect perfect seamers to bowl on that pitch in Chris Wright and David Ball. So, Yeah. Long story short, we had no chance.
1: Yeah. Um, do you think it's 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 a hard one, isn't it? Because it's first game of the season, so you've got you've got players who are obviously keen to get on and have a game, but and then you've kind of got potentially some captains who may be looking at it and going, well, like like you said, Sam, if if we lose the toss here, then it's game over. So it's the the game might be decided by the coin toss. So there may be that risk in it. Is well might we just be safer just abandoning the game but then also you got to think the umpire's perspective you know if anyone does injure themselves then especially if it's any of the pros andy
4: yeah i think so. i think everyone wants to play cricket we've we've had a, a couple of weeks in kind of second team cricket and even kind of under 18s cricket wanting to get on and i can see the reservations behind people not wanting to play because the last thing you want is to see somebody go over and break a leg or kind of injure themselves or go over on an ankle or anything like that. Um I think it's always a difficult one because it only takes one and suddenly the whole world kind of jumps down your throat and says, why were you playing? But I've, I've definitely seen over the last couple of weeks, people, if, if you kind of, where there's a will, there's a way. Um And for me, I'd, I'd rather go into a game of cricket, maybe, maybe going to lose it to get that opportunity to play. I think uh, is a better option. But I think, yeah, you can't control quite a lot of the stuff. And, and I know professional cricketers will, will look at the the bigger picture to a certain extent. But that's also there are other people playing on the on the field as well. And and if they injure themselves, it could kind of jeopardize their work. So I, I can I can see it. But yeah, I think there's a the health and safety kind of police, as Will kind of said there. I think. Um, can get a bit too precious at times if it's puddles everywhere and it's it's genuinely dangerous you kind of want to ask the bowlers I think that would be the first thing I'd be doing is asking the blokes who are going to run in on it or the areas of the the ground that are going to be kind of fielded on which are are wet but if it's if it's run-ups then if you get a consensus from the bowlers to kind of sign it off then then crack on in my opinion and and quite a lot of the time be quite happy to um, run through a fair bit, it's, it's not perfect but I think that everyone's quite keen to play some cricket at the moment, it'd be good to play some cricket
2: mm. Exactly what we did actually, everyone, was, everyone agreed and, um, and even some of the larger bowlers as in tall with big feet uh, <laughs> ran through the questionable area um, through to the crease and didn't have any problems with it That you know, where it was they probably might have missed it and ran over it. Like I said, it was like a dinner plate size. So, mm. so yeah, you'd hope, you'd sometimes hope common sense prevails, wouldn't you, but not always.
1: Yeah, a frustrating start, but we'll get onto that in a minute. So, tonight we are going to be reviewing the last couple of weeks of action in the Birmingham League, or what there has been. <laughs> and also, in homage to the NFL draft that is starting this Thursday, we're going to be doing our own Birmingham League draft here tonight. But fear not, it's not going to go over four days. I mean, it might, but I'll try and cut it down to at least 40 minutes. But yeah, enough on that later. The biggest news since we last spoke coming out of Cal Cornerland is our new partnership, Will. Which one? Our, le- our, new, <laughs> our new one. Our new one with the Birmingham Bears. That oh, with the Birmingham Bears. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> We've we signed so many partnerships. I don't
2: know. It's hard to keep up with your, with your business dealings. No, it's, um, it's been going on for a while now, hasn't it? In a... I think we've been talking for over a year on getting together and and doing everything and it's just starting to come to life now, isn't it? And I think you've done some great work getting out there online and uh, it all looks pretty exciting. I know you had a fantastic time down at Media Day Mm -hmm. and I would love to have been there. Very, very jealous of that one. But uh, it's all looking good and hopefully more content and exciting news and more. can I say prizes and opportunities mm. with the Cow Corner Podcast and the Bears to come?
1: Yeah, so yeah, we basically, we are, we're going to look to try and do as much as we can for the community and try and use this partnership to get bring you content that you may enjoy. As Will said, me and Usman went to the Birmingham Bears and we did some recordings with some of the players and got some other cricketing content with them. So that'll be coming out very soon um But yeah, the Birmingham Bears have actually reached out to us in the meantime and they have set us a challenge. Um, they have asked us to come up with some ideas on how we could work together to give back to the Cow Corner community. So yeah, we've got to get our thinking caps on here, lads, and uh, probably come up with some ideas uh, for what we could do.
2: I put it down to the coaches. <laughs> coaches are good at coming up
1: with ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts, ideas, Sam?
3: Oh, <laughs> on the spot. On the spot. You really put us on the spot here,
1: haven't you? Well, kind of. Or you know, I did kind of write it down on the uh on the prep that I <laughs> sent you I sent you the other day. But hey, it's all right. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah anyway so what i'll do (laughs) what we'll do is um yeah guys if you've got any ideas any any of the listeners have got any ideas and uh what we'll do is on the next podcast and we'll ask the shropshire lot as well what we'll do is on our next podcast we'll cut we'll spitball some ideas and get a plan together for something big let's think big let's go big and let's try and get a big idea and something really cool that we can all do and we can uh Get everything together for the Birmingham Bears. So, anyway, let's get ourselves onto the first section and the Birmingham League Roundup. So, before we go on to the draft, let's first talk about the first few weeks of cricket or lack of it in some cases. So, we've had three out of 12 games have gone ahead in Birmingham League Div 1 and one game went ahead in week one in division two but all, as we've already mentioned all of them went ahead in week two in the Graham Williamson Barnard Green won a bowl out to proceed into the semi-final and Ombersley also will also join them without a ball being bowled the other quarterfinal final ties between Wolverhampton and Lemington, and Barnt Green and KD will take place on the 1st of May that was after all four quarterfinals originally abandoned at the first attempt on the 16th of April. This means that they were rescheduled for the bank holiday weekend end and the weekend that has just gone. So guys, quickly we'll get started with the Division 1 roundup. So week one, Mosley lost to Wolverhampton by 62 runs. And then in week two... Hales-Owen beat Kidderminster by six wickets and Nolan Dorridge beats Ombersley by four wickets, which then leaves us with a table of Nolan Dorridge and Hales-Owen and Wolverhampton in joint first with then Wolverhampton, Smethwick, Barn Green, Kenilworth, Berkswell, Shrewsbury, Barnards Green all in joint fourth. Mosley and Ombersley in joint tenth with Kiddie in twelfth. So, so... Sam Whitney wet dream that day. <laughs> team <dream> fourth.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Eight teams in fourth, Sam. would you
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and they all thought you were mad sam at first <laughs> it'll happen it's yeah. happening <laughs> so well so that's uh initial thoughts on div one so far it's quite hard to read really
2: not much to go on is there um to start off i think we were pretty poor on our predictions weren't we but um it's hard this time of year it you know, it brings any kind of result into play, doesn't it? You know, it can swing anyone's way. A lot of it, like you said, might ride on the toss. Mm. Um, there's probably probably only one game. Might have really defined, pushed, changed what the toss might have done. Wasn't there in Div 2. Um, we got an odd result. But um, no, I think I think there was a couple of outstanding performances wasn't there. I think um, Hales-Owen's result was a positive one for them. I think, um, again, we didn't, I don't think we picked them to win that one to be, and um, they've come from, in the second innings and just, you have that bit of freedom in the second innings, don't you, when you've got a bit of a dodgy pitch and you're chasing a low a total, to just go out there and, and see it off, and they did that well, and old maiden and Ed Curves, he saw it off, didn't he? <laughs> but yeah, um, but otherwise there isn't, you know, there's not a great deal to go on, is there? Um, a few new names, had some performances. He was at he bowled well for Nolan Dorich. Remind me, James.
1: Cole got three for 16. Chris Not Chesling me. got two for 33. Vidhan Ayer got three for 11. And yeah. Samit Patel, two for 39.
2: Yeah, I think... Um, was it Ayer, I- did you say? Um, yes. He bowled well in the middle overs, didn't he? And, um, mm. you know, sort of... Uh, I think it's going to be a seamless time of year. Uh, probably a bit harder to bowl spin, maybe a little bit. Um, you know, anything that kind of drops short is there to hit, or mm. anything full people are going to really have a go at. So it's definitely with all the rain around and soft pitches, it's, it's bowlers paradise at the moment. But uh, so you'd expect some good results there. Um, but there's still some decent cricket, still some nice shots played around. Looking at some of the highlights going around YouTube from some of the games. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, that anything
4: else? Yeah, I think. Um, it- Obviously, a big upset. I would have thought Wolves getting off to a good start against uh, against Mosley was obviously a great start for them coming up from uh, Div Two. Uh, I watched a fair bit. Obviously, it's great to it wasn't great to have a a, a kind of weekend off, but I sat down and, and kind of watched bits of the the K and D game and uh, and Nolan Dorich with their with their kind of live streams and uh, it was some some seriously good cricket kind of being played and some good cricketers knocking around. And kind of. Hales Owens uh, seam attack is actually quite um, quite handy, really, with Rudge, Bragg, Olusan uh, and Eddie Rhodes. That's that's four pretty steady seamers at this time of year. And like Will said, in terms of a seamer at this time of year, you'd have to pull the ball out of, the, of my hand at this moment in time because it would be just don't don't give it to the spinners. Just kind of make sure you stay on and and utilise the ball, uh, the, the kind of conditions that are in front of you at the moment. So. Um, it's not only gonna be difficult to bowl spin. I think a lot of seamers won't be giving the ball away at the moment. So, um, so yeah. great to see. Like I said at the start of our review, I think K and D have obviously made some some big signings. And and looking at their side with kind of even Alex Phillips batting at five when he usually opens, just shows the kind of strength that they've got with the all rounder as well. Actually, yeah, yeah, with with Ollie in that middle order and, and obviously now the, the signing of, of Summit and Chess will always have a pretty decent season throughout. So they will be definitely contenders. um I still think <clears throat> even though we predicted Kitty to win, I think we said at the start of the season that they're going to, they're going to probably struggle a little bit with uh the way they go. obviously they've made a signing of, of Graham Wag and, and hopefully kind of pins and Pardo and their two kind of experienced seamers and steel and Western will play a, a decent role, but They've obviously had a, a tough uh, tough start there. Um, and yeah, really, to be honest, it's not a massive amount to go on, but it was um, some really good cricket played.
2: And just fair play for getting on in the first place. Yeah, massively. You know, considering no how wet it was, you know, any cricket's cricket, isn't it, at this stage?
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I think Kitty
2: would say cricket's the winner.
4: Yeah, Kitty is always the kind of one if you're, <clears throat> it's the best drying ground going around and, and kind of you. Unless it's absolutely uh, teaming it down, you usually get an opportunity to play it, kiddie. So they're always going to play. I was quite surprised that K and D got on, and because um, mm. usually that that can be a bit wet uh, and doesn't really drain brilliantly. But they obviously obviously got a good game in, and um, yeah, it was good battle. Really, to to be perfectly honest, they obviously gave it a good good go, getting them six down, but obviously chasing one twelve is always going to be. Kind of in your favour, like you say, kind of chasing a low score. You can, you know, what you're going for is a bit of pressure on bowlers to get wickets up front, and somebody's got to have a bit of a uh, a decent spell. So, uh, yeah, some some good individual performances, Um and yeah, hopefully we'll get some more cricket in this week.
1: Yeah, so unlike Division One, Division Two had more luck in week one. Doridge beat Tamworth by five wickets. Then in week two, Bridgenorth lost to Dorridge by seven wickets. Bromsgrove lost to Litchfield by six runs. Coventry and North Warwickshire lost to... Well, beat Shifnal by three wickets, sorry. Harborne beat Leamington by 39 runs. Himley beat Tamworth by nine runs. And Werfield lost to West Bromwich Dartmouth by five wickets. So, Sam, summarise that. <clears throat> I think
3: the big surprise there is you look at all the scores and how has there been 600 runs scored at Werfield? that's madness isn't it <laughs> <laughs> it's mental and they've knocked oh, it oh. They've, they've they've knocked it off with five overs to spare which is crazy fair play to yep, the uh, fair play to the ground staff at Werfield. i know it is yeah Wirfield, it, is, it is it is sand based and mm. they um they do it does dry ridiculously quick but that is mental it's oh, been well
1: it's been well known in the Shropshire circuit that even if it's raining they'll always get some sort of a game on at Waterfield and uh, yeah so it has proved there's
4: not many yes. batters that would have got 144 and been on the uh, losing side
1: yeah
3: it must have been fuming but,
4: um... <laughs> 144 off 108 and you you cut your walk off uh, losers
1: yeah so that is the there's a win man. bonus
3: I think they're <laughs> on twenty-five for they're twenty-five for three as well. Mm. Three Didn't tons like three three tons in that game, mental. Um, but looking at looking at the other schools, there's some really there's some really close games in there. I think the Lichfield game, and I I bet Lichfield seemed as to do the job, and you know they were they were twenty-six for six at some at one stage, mm. and they ended up beating Bromsgrove by a few runs. What was the Himley score? I can't remember that one.
1: Himley were 155 for eight, 155 for eight off their 50 overs and Tamworth were then 146 all out off 46.5.
3: Yeah, so another really close game. I know Jamie Turner came on and got the last few wickets, I think. I was surprised that he came on so late, really, with the conditions would have been very favourable for him. But yeah, another close game. Our game... Definitely not not as close as uh as the others, but um I think looking at Dorridge, you know they've they've played two one two they've mm. got, they've got a massive massive advantage um over the rest of the teams in the league they um and you know the the team that they had out on Saturday if if they could keep that team out all season I could see them winning the uh, winning the league but I mean. I know Chris Wright's probably not available for the next four or five and what's the spinner's name? So that's uh,
4: Shaftab Khalid.
3: Shaftab, he's only playing three games for him, he isn't is, he? Yeah. yeah, and then he and then he goes down south to play down there. So I think his season starts in in mm. May, which, you know, unfortunate for us because he's a he's a quality quality mm. spin bowler and he showed that on Saturday as well. So and we, uh, was the other game shift Schiffnall that was a surprise I mean mm. they they battled their way to 170 yards and I think they probably would have thought that's quite a good score batting first the conditions probably not too favourable and then um, talking to a couple of the no lads uh, the Coventry overseas is one of the uh, one of the best players they've they've seen bat so mm. looking forward to bowling at him <laughs> <laughs> Ben, yes. ben, Lee, ben Lee's Ben tipped by such to do well 60 on um his league debut for Shifnor so now it's good to see Ben in the runs even though he's he uh left us to go there but um, <laughs> I'm I am happy for him. He's done that really well
1: through Gritted Teeth there son. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I am happy for Ben. He he's, he's worked hard on his game and you know he he was at Bridgnorth for a long time and and he maybe just felt like he needed to move away and and mm. great to see him score runs to start with. Just maybe doesn't get any against us. So.
1: Yeah, so as you mentioned, we got our first century of the season, which goes to Bazit Zaman, who got 144 runs uh, in their game against West Bromwich, Dartmouth. He got those off 108 balls, 18 fours and six sixes at a strike rate of 133.33. Uh, we also got our first fifer of the season from tom warner of Lemington cc eight and a half overs one maiden five for 19. an econ rate of 2.19 uh the league two standings well division two standings as it is is dorridge top on their own then we've got a run of teams who are on e- in equal second lichfield harbourn himley west Bromwich, dartmouth coventry and north warwickshire then in seventh place on their own we've got werfield then two sides in eighth being shiffnell and leamington we've then got Bromsgrove in 10th tamworth in 11th and then bridge north in 12th so early starts not the best starts to the season for any of the shropshire sides really oh you got to play some cricket first
3: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 just, I, don't, I really don't think you can. You can't read too much into it at the moment. Um, Conditions-wise, as well, like <laughs> with the way we shape up, mm. uh, we've got you know we've got three new seamers, and you know they're they're going to take take a while to bed in. So mm. we rely a little bit on our on our spin attack. But yeah. <laughs> like said, you. Those seamers don't really want to want to let the spinners bowl at the moment, and I don't blame them. I didn't fancy bowling on Saturday at all, to be
1: honest. But so yeah, so this Saturday coming, so the April 29th, we've got Barnard's Green at home to Shrewsbury, Hales Owen at home to Berkswell, Smethwick travel to Kenilworth Warden's, K and D travel to Moseley, Kidderminster go to Ombersley, and Wolverhampton welcome Barn Green. In Division 2, Bridge North welcome Himley, Bromsgrove versus Shifnal, Coventry and North Warwickshire versus West Bromwich-Dartmouth, Harborne versus Lichfield, Tamworth welcome Lemington and Werfield welcome Dorridge. So, guys, any fixtures that jump out to you there early on in the season? Week three, if we get on.
2: Uh, Kenilworth-Sweather kind of is a big game, isn't it? Um because they're two of the ones that sort of we've tipped between us to do quite well. Um, and hopefully I well, know we haven't got another great week of weather. are a forecast snow, aren't we this week mm. in some areas of the UK, which is fantastic for getting close to mental, <laughs> um, but weather permitting, um, that's probably one of the feature fixtures I'd say in mm. the in one. um K and D again, um, Two teams that well, I think yeah, we've put some of those in the top four, haven't we? Mm. Um, so that'll be a uh, a tough fixture. Yeah, are probably the two feature games for me. I'd say the ones to look out for.
4: Yeah, completely agree. And I think the Mosley K and D game. Mosley losing the first game. Uh, K and D are obviously quite strong at the moment through this uh, mm. period. Um, I think that if yeah, if the weather's good and uh, everyone's out playing I think uh it'll be a, that'll be a that'd uh, be a a real good fixture to to watch. Um I think yeah we're quite kind of obviously keen from from Mark Green's Green point of view. Wolves have have, have started quite nicely um uh, especially beating Mosley so we're hopefully going to get a game in this week and we look pretty strong. I think we could have uh, Ed Pollock available for us this week so I think Worcester have a um a week off so we'll hopefully look into to start our season well and, and, and go away to Worms and, and get a victory. But uh, yeah, Mosley K&D is probably the one that sticks out for me. Mm.
1: Sam, Division 2? For me, I think looking at it, the
3: uh, Dorage of, looks like Dorridge are going to get a third game in a row because they're playing at Werfield. So <laughs> yeah, Dorridge have had a very good start. Um, yeah, looking at the weather, I don't think, I don't think there's going to be much cricket at all this weekend. Um, uh, the word forecast, but um Tamworth Leamington, I think Tamworth might, you know, they need to get on get on the board. They've lost their first two. They've probably one of the only teams that have played two fixtures. Coventry will see if they can back their victory up against West Brom. But West Brom also won at the weekend, so that's a looks a tasty one. Bromgrove Schiffnell, Schiffnell with all the signings they've made. They they um They'll look to bounce back but um yeah looking at it I'd say the Warfield Dorridge game could be could be a good one. Um I think will be mainly because it's probably the only one that's gonna be played but uh Dorridge will look to go three from three and they'll take some catching after that if um if everyone else is reined off uh, you know 40, 40 point lead early on is uh is is a fair order margin and they've got a Pretty strong squad as well. They yeah. gave me a little. They gave me a little bit of stick on um, on Saturday when I went out to bat because I think all I ever mentioned about Dorage is Dave Ball. They, did... <laughs> <How> <laughs> they said the not, part, they, Apparently, they haven't got any other players, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is quite funny. But um, they took it all uh, in uh, in good spirit. But they are, you know, quite a talented squad looking all, all through that squad. So. Is this yeah. way
2: being so nice.
3: I was going to say this is definitely <laughs> the return fixture, isn't it? I was, so gonna, him, goes, yeah. I, was go- I was going to just say, well, Dorridge, you've got Dave Ball, so they might uh, they've always got a chance of winning with Dave Ball in this. You know. it's, so it's just a one man team. It's just a one man team with Dorridge. But no, um, yeah. <laughs> That's that is the standout game for me, though. I thought, you know, Werfield have just racked up 300 at home. Can they do it again? You know, can Dorridge knock it off? Probably can if Dave Ball gets 150.
1: <laughs> yeah, Dorridge's <laughs> <Dorage's> next <laughs> few fixtures they've got Werfield, then West Brom, then Himley, Lemington, then Lichfield. So, well, I think in
3: looking, looking down the league, and, you know, we've We've signed quite a few new players and we've been kind of trying to look at teams and say, oh, I hope that we could finish above them. And those are the teams we might need to look at beating. And you can look up and down the league and, and I think anyone can beat anyone. Mm. I really do in our, in our league. There isn't that standout side. So I think if you can get off to a bit of a flyer, it, it'll, it'll be massive.
1: That being said, would that go for sides who can't get off the mark quickly, you know, who aren't getting points on the board early, do you think that they will then struggle or do you think
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean you look at you look at what happened with Whiffi last year, they they really struggled in the white ball, they didn't win a game for seven or eight games and then they just <laughs> managed to claw it back at the end. But, you know, if they I think You know, I think they'll be absolutely gutted not to have won that game, and they'll still probably be thinking, How how have they lost a game when they've scored 300? But, but if you, if you, you know, and same for us, really, if we, you know, with a new squad, if we, if we don't get a win on the board early, it's, it's going to be one of those where you, you go searching for it a little bit. So, yeah, it it could happen. If you don't win a game in the first five or six white ball games, you go into a red ball without a win, it could be, could be a long old season, but, yeah, just making sure we actually get out on the field, to be honest, and, and uh, yeah, pick up that first win and get on a roll. It's
2: different with oh, yeah. the two divisions as
3: well, isn't it? Because I think
2: uh, in Div One it probably get if you want to get your losses out of the way, do it now because no one else is playing. Um, but whereas if you you know like I say, take two or three, four losses now, where well, it looks like people tend to play a bit more in Div- in Div Two, then you're going to fall by the wayside, aren't you?
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, fingers crossed some better weather, and hopefully, we can get a, a run of games soon. Oh, <laughs> lovely! A nice little white ball there for you. Um, Ooh, we can one, get one um...
3: thing, one thing, James, we, we didn't mention, and uh, we spoke about last uh, last board with beef. They uh, Schiffner did it again, didn't they? Last few overs, need some quick runs, and they look past beef. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he left. He, he he didn't get in. I think the 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 new lad went in and got four off eleven balls or something. And you know, a couple of couple of beef bombs could have been the difference. Beef wow. bombs.
1: <laughs> yeah, beef, Beefy beef bombs. bombs. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. Oh, I don't I don't know because yeah Andy when he gets older, of him they really go because he puts a lot of himself behind it <laughs> um <laughs> and uh yeah they could well as you can see on our reels uh he sends them miles so yeah I mean if you if you need quick runs towards the end I don't see why not because even if he gets out then he's not gonna waste many balls and and also he's 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 played in the Birmingham League before I get I get it you know you you bring in Harvey Wakefield as a batter, so you've got to, you got to, you got to go with that. But I, yeah, I, you can see the you can see the argument for playing beef as well, um, and giving him a giving him a bat to try and get get some quick runs at the end. But um, you don't
2: know; he may yeah. have been unfortunate as well. He could have smashed everything at the fielders for all we know. Yeah, you know, and it could have looked like a million dollars. So, <laughs> um, but also, I'd add. that runs seems like it would be a byproduct mm. of a beefy bum as well if you type one of those it sounds like that would be your next morning <laughs> beefy bomb
1: <bump. laughs> sounds like something andy's going to be offering everyone when he goes on his next night out who wants a beefy
5: bump? <laughs>
1: <laughs> go go to shiffnell on after after a game on a saturday night and they're just everyone's just lining up beefy bombs um, <laughs> Yeah, fingers crossed for some better weather and let's move ourselves onto the main section,
0: the Birmingham League draft. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash achieve today.
1: Okay, so welcome it's windy, everyone. It? It's, windy, it's windy, eh?
2: It? It might be the might be the uh very windy <laughs>
1: <laughs> welcome oh, everyone to the inaugural birmingham league draft 2023
5: Put
1: you know. in. <laughs> 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 is that the theme tune is it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh wow um, you fall on a keyboard Oh yeah. Well, no. I'm getting it's gonna be edited in in okay. So sort of sound really good. <laughs> I'm just doing it just so I've got the sound there. So I'm like, right, cool. Cut it into this bit. Okay. um So this is how the draft's gonna work. So each person's gonna pick a five-a-side team. Each oh. side must consist of one batter, one bowler, one wicket keeper one all-rounder, and the fifth can be the captain's choice. At the end, they'll be left with a six-a-side team with themselves being their own captain so you can't pick each other the side must also have two players from each division and no side can have more than one player from the same team once the draft is over we'll be keeping tabs on the progress of the teams with our point system being one point per run 15 points per wicket 15 points per stumping and 10 points for a catch right so let's get on with the draft so the draft starts with the lowest ranking side in the nfl so last season the person who was in the team that finished in the lowest position was sam technically so sam you get to start and sam you are on the clock from the clock you know <laughs> i was
3: right.
1: really hoping i was a fair so sam you've got a bit of time now to think about who your first pick is going to be i'm gonna start the stopwatch now um so whilst he's whilst he's making his decision guys um what are your thoughts what, what would you go for here? Do you do you go for a, a batter bowl edge all-round wiki keeper
4: i'd get me all rounder up i'd get me uh Big gun, all rounder out of the way first. I'm not mm-hmm. going to give you any names.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Got a fear it might. Yeah. So there. Are, obviously, Sam has the beauty of being able to pick anyone at this point from the Birmingham League. Whilst oh, I'm uh, so bad
3: at picking teams.
1: Whilst uh, whilst we're there, we did ask you guys on and on the our, the Summit playing. <laughs> 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 we did ask you on Instagram who you would pick. We had Shaftab Khalid, Ethan Brooks. He's only
3: played
1: three games. Kadir Ali, Bilal Shefayat, Shane Dowrich. Someone said Andrew Sutton, but obviously can't can't have him. Someone said Seb Scott, Kadir Ali, oh, so. Warwick Finn, Andy Mead, <laughs> Bazit Zaman. Say. Andy Harrison and George Hargrave were some of the suggestions that uh, the cow corner following uh, suggested. So, Sam, you do only have, you've got 20 seconds left on the clock. As soon as you've made your decision, if you so could, uh, uh, what do you what do you need first? But well, just any you, whatever you, you want. Any, can any, you can pick anyone you want. But your side eventually will be made up of one batter, one bowler, one wicket keeper, one all rounder, and then you can pick another. So you can then pick a bat, another batter, bowler, all rounder. But that's your choice. But all you've got to do is you've got to uh, you've got to message me um, with who your pick is, please, as soon as you've as soon as you've made it. What? Don't say that loud. No 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 no. no. It's gonna have to. Uh-huh. Do it. Have you got? Oh. Have you got a name for your team, Sam? You got a name for your for your team? Whitney's wonders. Oh,
2: maybe this could be. This could be. All of our team names could be um, <laughs> listener driven.
4: <laughs> so how do we know that? Well, if he doesn't tell us who he's picked, what if we pick <laughs> who he has picked? I, I, pick, I, will, I, pick, I
1: will. I will. I, I, I will, I will, I, I will I, tell I'll you. You can't, I'll you can't, you can't, you can't pick players who are, who are currently on this podcast, though, Sam. <gasps> that was that was that was said.
5: <laughs> he the rules. <laughs> <away. laughs> delete, delete, <laughs> delete. <laughs> I don't
1: bowl. I just, I just pick Swifty. <laughs> I mean, you could pick Swifty. Nah. <laughs> can you have? Can you have overseas players? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? <laughs>
4: Team of
1: overseas. You've got to you've got to have someone who's gonna have played. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you can, and there's gotta be this season. Oh we got on the clock here. Okay, cool. Right, pick Sam the pick. <laughs> um, Sam's pick is in. <laughs> so with the first with the first overall pick in the Birmingham League draft, Whitney's wonders select Shivam Bamri. Coventry and North Warwickshire's overseas. Good selection, time. Sam. Where th- thoughts on your first pick there? Just from talking to a
3: few guys that have played against him, just said he's absolute class. So and I think uh, when we had the lad from Coventry on the pod, I think he he said that as well. So you know he's he's won them the game on Saturday, and you know mm-hmm. I think pencil him in for two thousand runs.
1: Okay, right. So with the second pick, we've got Will Parton. (laughs) Will, you are now on the clock.
0: Surely you know. Uh, Will's
1: Will's got a few options here. I know he's been doing his research. Um, An avid MLB fan, and they they have a draft too as well. Will, you fan of the uh, MLB draft?
2: Don't pay attention to because they don't play for like eight years, so it makes sense And then by the time they are drafted, they end up getting sold to get a, a player who's already established with another five of their other draftees, and so they end up going somewhere else anyway.
5: Yeah, Florida.
2: so, um, yeah, it's almost a bit of a waste of time really, um, paying attention to the MLB draft. You only <laughs> need to know when you know where they sort of came, and um, you know, anyone who was picked 100 or 200 down the line it's um, gets a go. I think our centre fielder at the moment was a 353rd pick in his draft and he's one of the best around, so there you go. Yes,
1: yeah, so there's still quite a few big names still left here, if you will. You've got everyone apart from Coventry's pro. And that is how I named him. <laughs> that is,
3: that is...
1: <laughs> okay, so the pick is in. Will, what's your team's name? That's what we got to know. Give me a minute. The cut, the cut shot, the cut shot crusaders. It's more. It's not really a cut
2: shot, is it? (laughs) I don't think it can be described as a as a cut. (laughs) Um, I don't know. um, Freddy Krueger slashes is more like more more appropriate, probably, isn't it? The point slashes. The point slashes.
1: Okay. So. Okay. So. <laughs> Did Christmas it's Christmas already. It's never getting <laughs> old. Never getting old. So, with the second overall pick, the point slashes pick Dave Ball from. Dave.
3: I love the pick uh, yeah, Arden, well, I man. thought you were going to go. for and I thought you were going to
1: go for. Some, to be honest, you've spoken to him for about about, about about half now, but uh, no, they're, Will, they're not. One man. Of,
3: they're not a one-man team, mate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> played a lot played a lot against Dave Wilson and uh, I know what he's capable of doing I know what you know when I said especially early season might have a wet one this year he's going to take a few wickets or chip in with a few runs won't he and um, I think with with my knowledge of players in Div2 I'm going to pick who I know really and what what knowledge I've got so that was an easy pick for me
1: Fantastic. So, two picks gone, and Such, you are now on the clock. Luckily for you, no one from Division 1 has been taken so far. Other than me and Such. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Far <laughs> from you and Such. So, uh, yeah, are, you, you got... are you picking? Are you doing a team? Me? No, 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 no. What? Why not? No one wants to see me pick a team. I want to hark the herald angels sing with that theme team. <laughs> Hurl rise is, uh no, uh, hurl Rises are oh, something. What's my team on uh, my fantasy? Uh, Sunrisers Hurl is so bad. Is my um, fantasy cricket team, uh, the yes. old cricket, which is factual as well as a uh, as, as well as a pun. Hurl one out. Okay, so Sutzy's pick is in. So, with the third overall pick in the Birmingham League Draft, Andy Sut. Well, Sutt, actually, Sut. We haven't. Uh, we we haven't got a team name.
5: Well,
4: uh, our captain calls me Uncle Andy. So I'm gonna, because of my age and everything, I'm gonna call myself. I think we do a barn green one as well. And it's called Uncle Andy's 11. So <laughs> I think we'll go with something like that. I, high performance is being said too much. So,
1: I'll to that <laughs> one. okay. So with the third overall pick in the Birmingham league draft, Uncle Andy's Uncle Andy. side <laughs> select Oliver Currell from KMT.
4: Yeah, a fellow uh, MVP winner. Um, yeah. Oliver Curran.
1: <laughs> you should just call it MVPs. <laughs> i pick an MVP, MVP allowed. MVPs allowed.
4: I don't take I don't take the trophy with me on tour as I'm away. It's not in the suitcase. So I'm, that was I'm, my sorry. next question. <laughs> um, yeah, I had to with with Ollie kind of going um, making the big move to K and think he's going to obviously if he's fully fit now as a. A match winner with bat and ball. I think uh, he's gonna have a great season, so I had to pick him. And if as the two lads in front of me didn't, uh, then I thought I'd go
3: in there.
1: Yeah. Okay. That brings us back round then to Sam Whitney. Uh, Sam, you're back on the clock with pick number four. I think go out of my cheat sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at your cheat sheet, you could also look at last year's stats. There are still some players. Who still haven't been uh, who still haven't been picked this season so far? So you've still got last season's leading run scorer. Oh, the, yeah. the, here we are. The fourth the, the fourth pick is in. Things <laughs> think i really on high. <laughs> <laughs> Can I
3: pick Dave Ball as well? <laughs> <laughs> can pick a whole thing.
1: Okay, so with the fourth pick in the Birmingham League Cricket Draft, Whitney's wonders select Zainal Hassan out of Hales Owen. Good,
5: good, good pick. pick, Sam.
1: Thoughts on thoughts on that pick?
3: He's a quality bowler and he's a quality bat, and you know, hopefully they'll see a lot of him this year. So yeah, I'm. Backing him to have a very good season, and obviously training
1: week in week out with Morgan as well. So,
5: mm. uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, okay, thank you very much, <laughs> Will. You're back on the clock with still some big names still to yet to come off the board. We oh, still, okay. I don't oh, think you know, we've had. Yeah, any, I, I, don't think, I don't think we've had any of our top ten. I don't think we've had any of the top ten run scorers in the Birmingham league last year. Yet any of them, they won't go. But they won't go again. Oh, okay. So with the no, fifth no, no, pick, with the fifth pick in the Birmingham League Cricket Draft, Will Parton selects George Hargrave, Ooh. Shrewsbury Cricket Club. So he's played his Shrewsbury card.
2: Am I allowed to do that? Yes. Yeah. 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 Even though, it even though I'm the captain of this, yeah. Yeah.
1: We, well, you can't draft. Yeah. We'll say that because you can't draft.
2: You can pick a player, one player from your
3: own team. Yes. Okay. Do that's you fine have to, then. Do, do you have to? <laughs> no, you <don't. laughs>
4: yes, you do. Yes, you do. Now that's a new
2: rule. You're in. You have to pick
5: something from your own team. <laughs> yeah.
2: And you're already in your team. So... <laughs> I think everyone, everyone. Well, no pressure on him, but I think probably everyone's expecting a big season for George and much better availability. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's come back from his winter looking very strong and very positive. I just think he's going to score a lot of runs, so
5: mm-hmm. I have to, to get him in
1: there quick. Okay, such you're now on the clock. Um, so such started with Ollie Cole from K and D. So that's one of his all-rounders if he chooses to go for only. Well, he could go for two all rounders, so you never know um, at this point. But obviously, still got a batter, a bowler, and his second pick is in. So, uh, with the sixth pick in the Birmingham League draft, Andy Sutton selects Tom Warner from Leamington.
4: Yeah, go for. Seema, who's just started this season quite well. Um, I think after watching him bowl uh against our academy lads, and obviously the season he's, he started with from kind of a division two uh point of view, I think he'll do really well uh in that division. And I think if the the rain sticks around, I think he'll get a fair bit of um, uh fair few wickets and a bit of movement. So I think, yeah, I'll I think Tom is looking pretty good at the moment. So I wanted him as part of my my team.
1: Okay, Sam, you're now on the clock. So Sam, at the moment, he's, he's currently gone for Coventry's Pro and he's gone for Zainal Hassan. And uh, his third pick is in. So let's find out who Sam's gone for. So with the seventh overall pick in the, the Birmingham draft, draft. <laughs> Sam has gone for Warwick Finn. Coming out of Wolverhampton, the job strap.
2: I just got it. <laughs> I wonder if he's found it yet. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Obviously, talked to Warwick on Saturday, and he came up to me and said, "Oh, guess what I discovered this week?" And I was like, "What?" Oh, he went, "Cow corner podcast." <laughs> <And> he's been <laughs> listening to a few. Yeah. So, apologies, Warwick, for the
1: impressions in the, uh, in the previous <laughs> episode, but I think they're pretty accurate. <laughs> All done by yourself, so I don't feel any guilt. Um, welcome, Warwick. Um, yeah, so <laughs> thoughts thoughts on your pick there, Sam? What's your reasoning? He'd be a great guest to have on.
3: You know, every season he seems to be top five batters and and bowlers. So you know, left arm spinner they seem to take a bucket full of wickets and. Yeah, there's not many seasons he he goes without scoring 800 plus runs, and I think you know he's in he's in the top league now, and I don't think that'll be any different. Really, he's a quality quality player, and he'll be hungry for it as well.
1: Good shout. So, uh, Will, you're now on the clock. And uh Will will be going for his eighth pick. So far, he's gone Dave Ball, is all-rounder from Div Two, and he's gone for George Hargrave from Div One. Are you are you classing Hargrave as your keeper, or are you going to use him as just your batter?
2: Oh, no, I can't. Swifty said so you just like completely put that out, but no, because Swifty's going to play a lot, isn't he? Yeah,
1: yeah. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, you no, know, that's fair enough. So Hargrave in is a is a batter in, in, <clears throat> in your side.
2: Otherwise, I class myself as a keeper. I keep just mm-hmm. games a year.
1: So. Be interesting to see what Will does was. here if he wants to balance up his side by going for some bowling maybe or whether he uh, brings in a second all-rounder given that he as captain will be a batter in the side. Uh, a reminder that batsmen get one point per run during the season whereas uh, bowlers is 15 points per wicket. Um as i fluff time whilst we wait for will selection to come in and he pauses so that i can fluff some more thank you very much uh wicket keepers <laughs> 15 points for a stumping stumping and then there's 10 points for a catch and uh will is bought to, well his third pick is now in so with the eighth pick in the Birmingham league draft Will Parton selects Ben Lee's wicketkeeper from second division, Shiffnall. Correct. Thoughts? <laughs> um,
2: we've got some runs at the weekend, I think. We? we? can't backdate this, can't we?
1: Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, no, 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 we can't backdate this. It starts it starts, It starts on this weekend. On this oh, weekend. no. You're joking. You're joking.
3: <laughs> we need to start this again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Everyone who did something this weekend, we've picked. Well, I haven't picked Bazit <laughs> Zaman yet. He's my as next it, one. Oh, uh, well, you never well, know. Suts has well, still well. got picks. Suts has still got picks, and Suts is now on the clock. Such, uh, his original picks are Oli Coral and Tom Warner. So, his next pick is in. And. With the ninth overall pick in the Birmingham League draft, Andy Sutton selects batter and keeper from Kenilworth Wardens, Henry Cullen, Division 1. Keep it up. Oh.
3: Good, good shout.
4: Yeah, young Henry uh, on the staff at Worcester. Had a good season last year. Um, I think he won Young Player of the Year uh, last year. Obviously looking to to move forward again and, and opening the bat in and obviously absolutely gun keeper. Um I think he'll have another good season this year. Um so yeah had to he was my my first keeper on my list of keepers to, to go for unless anybody else picked him so I had to get him in.
1: Had to act fast you see you gotta you gotta, you gotta get in there before everyone else takes your takes your pick. Sam you are on the clock for the 10th overall pick. Um, So we're running out now. Everyone's on their fourth, going on to their fourth player of their five-a-side team. Um, Some players not picked yet. Jamie Harrison. Name a
3: couple couple of keepers. Andy
1: Andy Amid has not been picked yet. (laughs) Kavazi hasn't been picked
3: yet. he's, He's not a keeper.
1: I' just <laughs> I'm just naming some naming some people who haven't been picked yet, George Rhodes, Dominic Harding, Rihanna Davala, yeah, Neil Pinner, Holly Walker, not not Jack Banton, Does he keep... Wag Graham Wag?
3: is <laughs> he had a good debut didn't he Matt Pryor.
1: How about how about <laughs> James Middleton? He hasn't been picked yet, and um yeah, some some She's some picking, stellar names team for him. Some stellar names still <laughs> left on there. James Wilkinson from Litchfield, who did well last season. Tommy Rex still, still un, unselected. Um, yeah, some some big names still left on there. Nick James from Berkswell. Robbie Shermer. Uh, Chris Cheslin still unpicked as well. Um, Jack Ben-ger-fin. Grundy. Gareth Andrew. Ben-ger-fin. Roshan from Smethwick. Some other what's, names. Uh,
5: what's his That's, second name?
1: <laughs> uh, Venkataraman um good effort cheers sam, <laughs> everyone, hey, man. cheers cheers, cheers. <laughs> um so you're kind of running out of time here sam uh before you've got to get your pick in in the next 10 seconds before it uh before it goes dead what happens when the time goes uh so there if you, you go, go it, it goes it goes straight on to the next person so will then get your pick uh and then you'll get a later round pick at the end so just to recap, uh, Sam went for Coventry's Pro, his words, not mine, um, <laughs> Zainal, Hassan, and Warwick Finn.
2: I reckon that's the longest 10 seconds I've ever been involved Come in. on,
1: Sam, some of us got work in the morning. <laughs> if,
2: only, if only 10 <laughs> seconds was really that long. Wait, hold, list, on, hold, on. hold on. The listeners
1: are loving this. Oh, it, it, Sam Whitney is typing, <laughs> and it's in. So... I still need a key...
2: <laughs> oh, no, I know
1: what he's done. It. I know what he's done. So, oh, Tom, you, you with, done it, with, you? with the tenth overall pick in the Birmingham League draft, Sam Whitney has gone for last season's Birmingham League second highest wicket taker from Litchfield, James Wilkinson. ah <sighs> choice. Should pick there, Sam. Yeah,
3: think he got. Well, it doesn't matter, but. He Got four wickets on Saturday, so um, yeah, obviously, with the, the rain around and the conditions, I think he's going to be a handful early season. He's you know, big, tall opening bowler that plays every game for them. So, mm. and you've got hopefully two... James, please, uh, please take another 50 wickets,
1: please. <laughs> and you've got two from Div 1 and Div 2, which means that now with your wicket keeper, um. I might just have to pick the original keeper. Can, you can, you can pick whoever <laughs> you want.
5: <laughs> you can pick whoever
1: you want with your final pick, which means that Will Parton, you are now the I've only got one pick left. Everyone's had four. You've so got, got... Zainal Hassan, Coventry's Pro, Warwick Finn, and James Wilkinson. So you've got one. Well, I've only pick picked left. three. So I need one. So I need one. So a and
3: a one keeper and one player from my own team.
1: No, you've got one keeper. You need to keeper. pick
3: a keeper, and then you've got your captain's pick, don't
1: you? So you've got one batter, one bowler, one all rounder, a wicket keeper, and then your fifth is your captain's pick. So you've so basically you've already made your captain's pick. Um, I'm sorry. You need to pick a <laughs> keeper in your last. Pick, <laughs> so you Sam. just need to pick. You need to keep, pick a keeper in your fifth. In your fifth Go. selection. Gaz- Birmingham League play cricket, most <laughs> <poster> dismissals, <laughs> fielding. There you go. There's a list on that. <laughs> so, anyway, going on to pick number 11. So, Will so far has picked an all rounder from Division 2, Dave Ball. He's then picked his wicket keeper from Division 2. And then he's gone for a batter in Division One. So Will has got his bowler and his captain's pick left, and he also get has to pick someone from Division One. So my... that's the parameters left. For Will. Well, here's my question: Can
2: my captain's pick also be an all-rounder?
1: Yes, you can. You can have you can have an all-rounder as your captain's pick. In that case, thank. you. Oh, Sam, getting ahead of the schedule. I like this, Sam. Well done. <laughs> so, you just got to hope that the player doesn't get picked in the next two. So, just go into the stats. Go onto the stats. <laughs> Such smiles. He's probably done that. He's probably got that player picked up. So, Will's pick is in. And with the 11th pick in the Birmingham League draft, Will Parton selects, friend of the podcast. He's captain's selection alexi kervasey from Hale owen
2: yes the finest widow's peak in the birmingham league old Maidenhead himself uh introduces himself it's in hotels as alex curbsy he's just easier to spell and for the um receptionist to understand so uh he bowls a bit bats well and um takes a lot of catches as well so and he's uh he's just a very 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 aggressive man the <laughs> He's a he's a good friend.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so although he did although he did
2: have a go at me for walking down like for walking down the pitch last year and he made a real deal about it. And he knows <laughs> he knows he did. Alright. <laughs> you know you did. I'm allowed to stand there while I'm playing a shot. Alright? It's within the rules. I looked it up afterwards. And I still got warned at Barn Green for doing it again weeks later. <laughs> Even though I know it's in the rules. Anyway, rant over. I'll pick up Alex Kirby. I call so- me, if anyone doesn't know and you're watching on YouTube, it's called Maidenhead because his hairline looks like a maiden in a scorebook. That's why he's called Maidenhead. So uh <laughs>
1: There you it's go. A, it's a good job that you're friends with them, so you can get away with that kind of thing on the podcast. Uh, it's spotty, words, even. The words of uh, Will Parton are his own on that one. Um, so I also we, put
2: a note in his gloves once when we played the <laughs> chapter. I knew it was like his third favourite pair of gloves, so I knew in like 12 weeks he'd get a note off of me. Like <laughs> randomly, when he go out to bat, and he wouldn't know. There'd be spare gloves and somebody would bring them out to him and there'd be a note from me saying something, oh, something stupid. I can't remember what I wrote <laughs> in it, but... Perfect.
1: All <laughs> right, so Suts is now on the clock uh, with what would now be pick number 12. Um, so suts's current picks, he's gone for Ollie Curl, um from K&D. He's gone for Tom Warner um, from Lemington. So Div 1, Div 2. Then went Henry Cullen, Div 1. So with his fourth pick, he has gone from Division 2 from Werfield, the man in form, Bazit Zaman. That
4: to be done. I think uh, when you start like that, even though we're not backdating uh, the draft, I think he's going to be <laughs> in a pretty good place. And by the sounds of it, <clears throat> it's going to be a good place to bat. So he's, uh, I'm, I'm guessing he's going to score a fair few runs um, there. So I thought, yeah. And to be honest, don't know a massive amount about Division 2. So I'm kind of going for the inform cricketers at the moment with tommy and bassett in division two
1: fair enough fair, fair enough. enough so um sam you are now on the clock for your wicket you kit. Know, i've already kit, <laughs> <your wicked laughs> keeper. so so far you've gone for coventry's pros ain't all the sand warwick finn james wilkinson and with his final pick in the birmingham league draft sam whitney picks Amrinder Debra from Barn Green, solid pick for your wicketkeeper there, Sam. Well,
3: when you got when you got Sutts nicking them off for fun, gonna take load, loads of catches.
4: Yeah, Romeo drop them, don't worry.
1: Seventies and left-handers this year as well. Sutts <laughs> <laughs> will be, try- Nuts 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 will be like, can you can you can you just let him go to first slip this season? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sam Sam's got a few points off me this season.
5: <laughs> <laughs> No, good, you're technically picking subs
4: there.
2: Inadvertently, you're picking subs. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> I, already, I already
1: tried. <laughs> he tried as his first pick, yeah.
4: <laughs> good keeper batter, yeah, solid. Um when he gets on a run, he can score runs consistently and and will do well uh, this season. I think he didn't have the best of seasons last year um by his high standards. But if he can start the season well, then that's a very good pick because he is a, a high-quality batter, uh, and hopefully I can uh, nick a few guys for off for him to to catch. So yeah, good good quality for me. pick.
1: So Will, you are now on the clock with the fourteenth pick. There are probably people listening at home screaming as to why there aren't certain players being picked, and I can all I can hear I can hear Usman from here going Andy Amid, Andy Ameed. I can hear um. it from here. Um, so just to recap, you've picked all to Dave Ball from Div 2. George Hargrave is your batter from Div 1. Ben Lees is your keeper from Division 2. And <laughs> Alexi <laughs> Cavesi as your captain's pick. <laughs> and um, your final pick has come in. So with the 14th pick in the Birmingham League draft, Will Parton selects from Kenilworth Warden's bowler, Tommy Rex.
2: Correct. Correct. Like I said, everyone's probably screaming that he probably should have been one of the first names on one of our team cheats, I'd have thought. But I reckon my tactic was to get my variety of Div 1 and Div 2 out of the way early Then whatever good players I didn't expect. I had a backup, actually, Mm. but I expected him to have gone by this point. Um, so I'm pretty happy that he's still up there for the team. So. Mm. Don't
5: let me
1: know. Interesting tactic, leaving up, leaving, yeah. leaving your main <laughs> players to the end. That's kind of the reverse as how it would go in the on a normal NFL draft. But um, well, this is yeah, no normal draft. This is no normal <laughs> draft.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Especially when you got Whitney picking in front of you. Uh... Yeah,
5: exactly.
2: <laughs> 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 well, when I, when I, as soon as I knew he had needed, only needed a keeper, I was like, oh, sound. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, that means that Sutts is now on the clock with the final pick in our NFL in our in our Birmingham League. Draft. <laughs> oh. um, it's definitely not the NFL. Not for laughs. Uh, not for that. <laughs> um, so so far, Ollie Correll, Tom Warner, Henry Cullen, Bazit, Zaman. And his final pick is in. So with the final pick in this Years Birmingham League draft. Andy Sutton selects Nick James from Burkswell. Sats,
4: yeah, high quality cricketer. Um, will bowl a lot uh, of overs as well as bat in the top five or six. Um, high quality batter, I think, especially red ball. He will bowl uh, a serious amount of overs and and seems to not go for many runs and gets a decent amount of wickets all year. So there's kind of genuine. Another all-rounder, really, so it's got to kind of complement uh, uh, I thought. Yeah, I was kind of picking between it was either going to be him or, or Tommy, to be honest. Tommy was going to be, because uh, I think he can score runs at the lower end, Tommy, and he'll get a few wickets as well. But I think, yeah, Nick is a genuine all-rounder to to bolster my side.
1: Uh, is a good pick. Yeah, I mean, what we'll do is after we've done this one, I'll send uh, the the team's out and uh, the other lads can have a go at picking their sides as well and we'll put them all up and we'll we'll keep it updated as the season goes so just to recap uh sam whitney's side starts with shivan bamri aka coventry's pro zainal hassan warwick finn james wilkinson and Amrin Debra. Will Parton went for Dave Ball, George Hargrave, Ben Lees, Alexi Kervaisi and Tommy Rex. And Andy Sutton went for Ollie Currell, Tom Warner, Henry Cullen, Bazit Zaman and Nick James. So let us know who you think came out on top in the draft selections there. And yeah, we'll keep a tab on it and throughout the season. And We'll keep a little lead awards. And how about at the end of the season, we sort out some sort of prize, or maybe even whoever comes last has to do some sort of uh, some sort of forfeit or something. We can uh, maybe we'll throw I'll that over to the listeners if they uh, want to email us into at Podcast at gmail.com or send us a, a DM uh, with uh, any thoughts and suggestions as to what. <laughs> whoever comes in last can do keep it moderately sensible but uh, nothing that sam hasn't done on his stag weekend <laughs>
2: <laughs> question yes when can can we swap
1: these players at any point transfer um, window oh mm. should, we do, should we do a transfer window should we do a transfer window? mid-season transfer Mid-stando window transfer window yeah. the halfway stage yeah halfway stage we'll do a, a, a midweek so if we say we might have played if... a couple
4: of games by then yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so given that we're starting on week 20 on week three so we're gonna have 20 games so we want yeah we want week 12, don't We start week one Backdate, <laughs> it. backdate it. Just, just backdate date it, anyway. it. Yeah, go on. <laughs> All right, we'll backdate it. Good man. Uh um... <laughs> <right? laughs> <laughs> that's, that's <it>. just <laughs> like San. I've got Bassits and Man and O card. Bass Tom man. Warner, Oli Curl. <laughs> oh,
2: <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what <yeah>. about injuries? Is <laughs> it gonna yeah. be official injuries? Do we have to get it officially from club social media that a
1: player is injured? Yeah, so if there's if there's a reason that there's a player who's injured and um, suspended, we'll, we'll work some we'll work some out. Yeah, if, <laughs> if there's a reason, yeah. Only Caro could easily get suspended this year. So <laughs> if they're out for anything more than a, a two weeks, I'd say you can you can swap them. So if they're only going to miss one game, then that's that's the luck of the draw with who you've selected. Because in a normal draft, if you select someone who's injury prone, you can't. You know, they do, they do have free agency, which is, I guess. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll work on that. But, yeah, so with that all sorted, like you said, let us know you think she's had the best draft. Let us know in the DMs and also uh, let us know via email uh, at Podcast at gmail.com. And let us know if you've got any suggestions for uh, prizes and forfeits for whoever comes last. Well, What
2: happens if we don't submit our captain's reports on time? <laughs> do we get dot points yes, <laughs> yes. <Okay>.
5: uh
2: <laughs> do we have to pay you as the umpire uh, and are there T's.
1: <laughs> oh mate there's definitely in me <laughs> uh, um so anyway let's move ourselves on to our final section so once again thank you all for listening in uh you can Get in contact with us via Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We do really want your thoughts and opinions throughout the year, so please send us your voice notes on anything. You could be talking about what happened in your weekend's games, you can review funny moments of anything that's happened, you could even talk about the podcast, whatever you want to do. Send them via voice note or your thoughts via an email, and you can send those to cowcornerpodcast at gmail.com, or alternatively, you can send them to our social media direct messages on facebook twitter and instagram so guys um another another episode in the bag and uh thank you very much for joining um thank you very much sam for running back from bridge north nets
3: no problem anything for you
1: oh, cheers mate <laughs> uh, thank you very much Sutts, for joining us from surrey um from your hotel room and uh getting all set up and staying up so late and uh cheers will for rushing the kids to bed
2: yeah no problem always
1: (laughs) yeah so remember to like share and subscribe and uh yeah if you do fancy sponsoring the podcast please get in touch And uh, like we said, if you've got any ideas in regards to forfeits for the draft and also if you've got any ideas of what we could do uh, and what you may like us to organise with the Bears um, as they want us to get involved with the community and give back to you guys. So we want to work with you and also the Bears to sort something out. So let us know. And that's gonna cue me uh, getting thousands of emails asking for stash. Um, so <laughs> anyway, feel free to get them in. And uh, yeah, we've yet to have any funny five-star reviews like we asked for, I think, in the last podcast. But um, yeah, if anyone if anyone gets any good five-star reviews in, uh, we'll obviously read them out on the podcast. Anyway, thank you very much, Sats. No worries, mate. Thank you very much, Will. Cheers, pal. Thank you very much, Sam. Goodbye. Thank you very much for listening. Until the next time, goodbye. Bye.